Hey guys, it's Sammy. Welcome to my podcast, As You Are, where I talk to people about what makes them them and what they're passionate about. Today, I'm talking to a very old friend of mine, JJ, who is a musician and a singer and a songwriter. She kind of does it all. So today we're going to talk about being teenagers and what that was like. It was a pretty fun time for both of us. What it was like being at school together, what it was like for her getting into music and making it her career, and what the music industry is like, because I don't really know a lot about it. So let's get into it. So today I'm here with JJ. Hello. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? See your little eyeballs across. I know, yeah. This is a really bit weird. weird. I feel like we're behind some weird kind of uh, screen. Yeah, it's probably for the best of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm kind of feeling like it's quite warm in here. Um, generally kind of feeling like we're in a little bit of a hamster cage. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it will it will be okay. It's not it's not gonna be that long. I'm not gonna keep you here for three hours. Okay. I mean, but maybe I will. Not, it's like maybe not will. going down the interrogation route. <laughs> no, let's not do that. So, <laughs> let me like, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit yeah, and talk about who you are? Who I are am JJ JJ Rosa. Um, name actually Jess Jesse. I've had about ninety five names. You have had a few names in, in my your life, time, so I'm not gonna go through. You've lived twenty lives, but now I'm JJ and I'm sticking with it. Sweet, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Yeah, JJ or Jay. But um but yeah, and I'm a musician, I'm a singer. And um and yeah, thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure, an absolute <laughs> pleasure. Like I said to you like uh off mic um this morning that when I wanted to bring music on, I couldn't think of anyone better than like having you, someone oh, who's been doing it for you. forever. Yeah. Like you literally like, forever, like you, you left school and that was it. Like you've just I been know. immersed in it. Well you were at my first gig when we were back in school, do you remember? Of course I oh was. Oh my god. Of um, in fact, we were in, we were in a <laughs> band, dude. We were in a band we together. together. <laughs> Broken Reflection. <laughs> hey, this, we were very... We, we could have been big. We pretty damn amazing. We could have been massive. Yeah. We pretty much just covered Distillers yeah. songs most of the time. Yeah, we did. But, um, the Distillers. Mm-hmm. That was pretty yeah, much like, our first full-on inspiration as a band. And then we yeah. ended up... I remember going around school. <laughs> We'd basically... You designed the, the artwork. Of course I had. And, uh, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we ended up plonking ourselves on a stage in front of the whole school. I don't mm. know what possessed us. Did we organise it? Oh, my God. I don't. I don't, to be honest with you, I struggle to remember how it happened. So basically, for people that don't know, because yeah, no, I guess no backstory. Let's, let's back yeah, it back. Let's back. backtrack it a little bit. <laughs> so uh, we met in Spain. We yeah. both went to school in Spain. Very odd. Our parents basically. I mean, I think it's the same for your parents. Our decided, parents escaped. They fucking the loved the sun. Wanted yeah. to be in the sun, and that was that. So we basically lived out there. Um, I moved there when I was thirteen. Yeah, it's about the same for about me. The same, yeah. yeah. So I started school. It's obviously very scary when you've left like English school, full on mm. English school, and you go to this holiday camp. Which is what I call it. Holiday camp. I mean, it was. It wasn't like a proper school to it us, wasn't but really. yeah, it was an international school. It was bloody expensive. I mean, considering it was yeah, school. I know. I know. Um, but it was predominantly English people, like some Scandinavians, some Spanish as well, yeah. actually. But it was you were you were. It was like being in England in the heat. Yeah, it's very odd. It, yeah, no, it was it's very it odd was thing little to... Britain. Like it was. Yeah, bizarre. the thing is though, it was it was kind of good when you're when you're a kid and you go and do something like that. I mean, for me, I hated school anyway. So to get mm. out and do, and to go and you know live in to go somewhere that was sunny all the time, but also had that kind of bit of English, a bit of familiarity at the same time, was really I quite liked. But, well, um, I, to be honest, I loved the school. I'd gone from like this fucking mm. huge school in England where it's like yeah, forty exactly. people in a class, and it just felt same. just too much, too too intense. And obviously, I just well not obviously I just started getting into everything that was quite alternative yeah and to be 
in a school where you're that many people in a class it's you're very susceptible to bullying and oh, God, i mean yeah. i was i mean i started not being bullied as such but like my friends really turned on me yeah so it was at that time that my parents were like right moved to spain and i was like hell That's yeah pretty much identical i'm well into it i'm well into that idea absolutely honestly, <laughs> really? honestly identical because i'd ended up going do you know what and when my mom came back one day and she literally went she looked like she was like right i just need to go away and so she was like we're going to move to spain and i just remember being the most relieved Elated. and then we met <laughs> and then we met <laughs> and then yeah so we were changed. like in our in our <laughs> I like that. It's very dramatic. You can tell the story about how we ended up actually. Well, we were in, I remember we were in a in the classroom and I guess they were going through the register or whatever and they yeah. said like they said your name and they said oh, I don't know why they had to go through our birthdays but yeah, they did and they yeah. said your birthday and I was like Wait say what? It's like exactly we the same birthday. Week, so I went, weren't we? I don't know. Sure we were. Maybe we were. Yeah. And I'm they sure. said 10th of October and I was like Really? And, and uh, then what, we did what that thing. What time were you born? Were you born? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I'm 40 minutes older. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. And then the Libra, the Libra well, connection so. started. And yeah, there were only three of us in the whole school that were into anything slightly different. Yeah, it was, but it yeah. was so accepted, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was so yeah. cool. We were, I don't know, 15 of us to a class. Yeah. And I was into my very goth thing. Yeah. <laughs> you were, you were. You? Oh, God, you could never have. Could never, never have guessed, guessed. That at all. <laughs> Constantly told off. Everything like, in the extreme. Everything in the extreme. For um, me. Yeah. And then you had your incubus thing going know, on. Yeah. And then our other friend Lauren was super into Green Day. Mm. So it was really cool because we had like the three I of know, us. It was. It was so nice for that age to be thirteen and to yeah. be able to go, and it literally felt like. I mean, obviously there were that you know everybody segregates into their own little groups and it becomes mm. like any school. But this didn't feel like you know it didn't feel like anyway that it was it was looked down upon that you were into a different kind of music or that you were a bit more alternative or whatever it didn't really feel like that ever no it didn't at all because everyone pretty much just yeah exactly the fact that we went and did our own gig in the school and even all the little you know scowls (laughs) (laughs) scowls all mosh pitting um, at the time it was townies townies, well that's the southern way of saying it is it it is yeah from Manchester we say scallywags I can't believe how Mancunian you still sound. Oh, You've no. literally lived everywhere and you London, still I, sound like honestly. you literally just walked out of Manchester. Like, <laughs> like Liam Gallagher's just stepped into the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like that. Yes, bitch. Who's <laughs> me talking to? Liam Gallagher. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, so go we got, um, we, yeah, it was like the three of us all the time. Yeah, like all always. the time. We did everything together. We Yeah, we ended up in a band together. And we all just, Those I don't know, bands. just got on got on really well mm. really really well it was a great little great little crew the influences when we were kids obviously mm. were like we, we had we had a lot of similarities but yeah. you were like Marilyn Manson yeah <laughs> you were Marilyn Manson I basically became you him. were Marilyn Manson <laughs> I married Dieter had a great time <laughs> yeah no, he was like literally changed my life I mm. yeah in the most positive way I think my, my parents at first were really scared. They were like, what is this? And why are you so into it? <laughs> because it's so yeah. daunting for parents. This is a guy who proclaims himself to be the Antichrist. Like, I know. <laughs> come on. But um, they were bothered about. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, like, mm. I won't go down this road, but like seeing some, I don't know, at the same time that I was obsessed with Marilyn Manson, Christina Aguilera and all that lot were coming out with that, di- like that dirty video. I know. And, all that. and I, I was know, like, right, come right. on. Like, what's better? No, no. <laughs> Me looking at someone's ass and yeah. like getting my tits out or but anyway that's yeah another, no no you're right thing. actually yeah. but um yeah it really did change my life I became so obsessed and it transformed <laughs> me as a person because I think when you're when you get so into something mm. and you're the only one into it and you've got so many people around you going why the fuck are you into that you look like oh, my, my parent my, my parents sorry my friends in the UK were just telling me I look like shit uh. like from what I was wearing and like going yeah. down the street and being I mean 
things were I know we're not going back that long but things were different a bit different like mm. I would be like head to toe in black black lipstick and stuff and I was getting spat like spat on on the street and oh my god and the but the whole time I think this is why I think we well one <clears throat> reason why we got on so well was we're so strong-minded mm. and we're so like fuck you I'm into this yeah. I don't care what you say yeah this is who I am and this is what I'm into and that like Marilyn Manson and a lot of those bands really taught me that like yeah. without without them knowing no, you're absolutely <laughs> like they, right, you know yeah. they put their music out there and it's not just the music and this I think this is the thing that's so key to bands like going on tour and stuff like that like when um my other friend Jess and I went to see Manson in Madrid like we saved up I, I, worked, th- I worked three summer yeah. jobs to go to that show yeah. And it was like an eight-hour journey. You know, it was just a... It was a big thing to do. And it just changed everything. It makes you so passionate. And I think it builds your character. Absolutely. And it's, yeah, it's more than just like, oh, this record's great. Yeah. Oh, my God. It can be an absolute life-changing thing. And I think, yeah, you had obviously the same thing with like different bands. And our friend Lauren had the same thing. Yeah. And it was so cool to meet people that had the same feeling, a deep-rooted feeling of... This isn't just about the record. This is so much more. Everything. Yeah, because you fully <laughs> invested in Marilyn. Like, you really fully. Well I basically and truly supported did. his career. <laughs> he needs to know about this. I'm sure. <laughs> I've always thought, I'm just like, I mean, you did meet him though. Yeah, I did, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah we were on the tour bus for like three hours. I know. Don't think you can glaze over that one quite yeah, so willy nilly. But go on. So, <laughs> okay, I'll, get, I'll do like a quick roundup like story. <laughs> Jess and I um, went to, like, so not you, I yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think I would have remembered. <laughs> oh, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. not. Maybe, maybe not. not. <laughs> it was just too, too intense. Yeah. Um, I think at the time, and again, this is going down a bit of a long road, but mm. Jess and I turned up at the venue. We were like eight hours early to see them because we just cared so much. We just wanted to be in the queue, like chatting to people. And this, the alternative scene was quite big in that it was so obvious when you walked down the street if someone liked Marilyn Manson. Nowadays, people are a lot more open-minded which is awesome it's like you listen to Nirvana you listen to yeah you know like Amy Winehouse at the same time but when you when you're when we were teenagers it was quite like no 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 really that, if yeah. you're alternative you're alternative you don't listen to yeah, <laughs> like no. it was a bit more like uh sealed off like that so we turned up and we were in quite like colorful clothing like it was I, I had a well <laughs> really? oh no you mean like the I had hints the, of the pink yes had. yes I always, I always had that's your multi it was my thing <laughs> so like I always wore black but there'd yeah, be like a little bit was, of pink yeah and so, without sounding like a big-headed twat, Jess and I kind of stood out because all the other like girls and like guys were like very much just head to toe black. And, yeah. yeah. So Jess and I were kind of like this little like, why are they wearing pink? Like, why are they got a bit of color on or whatever? Mm. We walked into the venue again. We waited there for hours. We chatted to everyone, and these this girl came up to us and was like, "You guys should have these like backstage passes." And we were like, "Yeah, right." Like, and, and Jess and I had like. Oh, you can imagine. Like, we dreamed up all these scenarios. Like, you the must night- have had babies on the spot. Oh, dude, I, well, I didn't believe it. I mean, yeah. the night before, we were in um, the Hard Rock Cafe in Madrid. And we saw this group. This was insane. We saw this group of guys. And there must have been, like, five to eight of them. Yeah. They looked like roadies. And we were like, uh, I bet this is Marilyn Manson roadies. And we're like, we kept coming up with stuff like that. Mm. So, anyway, we got these passes. We watched the show. And, like, the whole time, I was, like, just like my heart was, like, palpitations. of like, am I actually going to meet Marilyn Manson? Anyway, so we stood in the queue of this, like, backstage area afterwards. We didn't, obviously, give a crap what time we got in that night. Mm. So we just, like, dedicate as many hours to this as possible. And this, this guy backstage was like, no, like, they're not valid, blah, blah, blah. And one of the girls who had seen us was like, yeah, they are. Like, come on. And so, like, we, we followed them backstage. And then we met, like, in the... So the, the passes were four. Like, they are kind of, like, press passes. For, like people to you know interview the bands really yeah. quickly after the show so we just like met a couple of the members we met like gingerfish and john five and then gingerfish was like do you want to come on the tour bus 
lord. And Jess and I, we were sensible, man. We looked at each other like, we're not those kind of girls, man. Like, we're not going to sleep with you kind of thing. We didn't say that out loud, mm. but that's what we we're thinking. And I could tell from how Jess and I looked at each other, yeah. like, we need to be careful here, you know? Because like, we're not fucking stupid. We're not high. We just love Marilyn Manson. But we mm. were like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. So we went on on the bus and like Madonna Wayne Gacy was there, who is the keyboardist. For so many people, this is like, who are these people? <laughs> who are these names? Marilyn Manson has like five, had like five uh, members, by the way. Um, not just You'll be able him. to recite all of their life stories oh, one by one. Yeah. So we got on and we were like hanging out Tiny for ages. Obsession. And there's a bit of an ir- a bit of like irony because we were 15 at the time oh, and no. they were a lot older, mm. you know, won't, won't go into that, but you know. And Lolita was playing the original like sixties yeah, yeah. film. I mean, you got fifteen year olds on your tour bus and oh you're playing Lolita. God. What is this? But for us it was incredible because we were just chatting with them like they were mates and there wasn't it's hard to believe. And I'm sure if we had put forward they would have taken it. Yeah. But we, nothing sexual happened, nothing like Yeah. And we were just <laughs> hanging out for a while. Yeah, no sense. Yeah. 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 Um and then yeah, Marilyn Marilyn came on and we had a quick shout with him and he was because he was married to Dean. I thought you were gonna say we had a quick shower. <laughs> Baron came on we had a quick shower and then <laughs> no a quick chat a quick chat and he was um, yeah. yeah he was married to Dieter at the time so him Tim Scold I don't know Tim Scold's wife but they were they had their own bus and then the yeah. other guys who were single had their bus yeah. so we came on had a chat to him he was very demure and very like oh I hope you enjoyed the show and all of that and Jess and I were fucking having kittens like, yeah I can imagine <laughs> like, so many kittens lives. playing yeah and um, this was, must have been about 3am 4am and uh, the drummer, Ginger Fish, was like, so you should guys should come to Barcelona with us. Like, you should continue the tour. Like, we'll do, come to, come like on tour, like for however long you want. He's like, you have to come to LA, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm like 15, what is going on? Yeah. And uh, Jess and I, again, like kind of looked at each other and, you know, you can get a sense of what you're thinking. Yeah. And I was like, I'm really sorry I have school on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Actual. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, see ya. Walked, started walking off the bus, saw his guys in front of us and it was a fucking roadies from the night before. <laughs> It was the roadies. So it was the genuine roadies. So like we're coming up with all these stories, and, <laughs> and we were being filmed. Like we filmed, we were leaving the bus. So for like two years after, we're still trying to find. Like it's a shame, you know, though, isn't it? Us, like that uh, you um, didn't have at that point. You didn't even. You weren't even able to Instagram it. You weren't even able to do. Yeah, I've got. Anything, I've got really, pictures. Like, like cause, I mean, but, the cool thing was. Is, and this pictures. Is, <laughs> <laughs> to me, this pictures, was, pictures. No, but. <laughs> this is going off on a bit of a tangent but this yeah. is how i ended up doing instagram because right. jess and i were obsessed with photography uh, so yeah, and this yeah. back in the day you weren't allowed to have cameras at, at shows often yeah. so i would put like a 35 mil cam like um film in my boot yeah and then take my camera so that if my if one if jess's camera got taken we'd have a spare film or if yeah. my camera got taken she'd do the same thing so we had cameras on us so yeah we have like pictures yeah. of it and stuff but yeah it's such a different world and yeah, we, we're now, of, of course you're allowed cameras and of course I you know, can. Yeah. I know, it's, it's crazy that's that my, is, That's my it? little story. I know, and, and I remember getting to school on, on the Monday and obviously no one um, listened to Ryan Manson. Well, not, not obviously, but no one listened to Ryan Manson at our school no apart from one, like no. me. Yeah. And maybe you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but everyone was like, what the fuck did you do this weekend? <laughs> because, you know, work gets around very quickly in a small school. And, I know, yeah. I never remember. Oh my god, how mad though! Do you remember our Spanish, our Spanish teacher? He was like, I know, he used to love Miss Pinto. The, no, no, the Spanish, Spanish teacher, teacher. Um, who he, he well, he sadly passed away. Oh no, Spanish teacher. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you thinking maths? Sorry, I was thinking of maths. We got into major trouble. I was going to say I was different. I was a whole different kind of story. Yeah, yeah. 
and, and yeah, when he found out, he like lost his mind. Oh my god! It. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there you go. I know. There you go. Rock and roll. <laughs> I mean, we were just so obsessed. We I can't obsessed. even put it into words. Yeah. It just changed. It changed my whole life getting into yeah. certain bands and everything. So obviously, I know a lot about how things have been for you but yes. for everyone else that doesn't <laughs> I know yeah what's your, uh, what's your story <laughs> oh, been so Lord. far have we got 10 hours <laughs> I can do like um, an hour <laughs> oh god okay okay I mean really giving a bit of a picture about me and where my music has kind of come from you know from obviously like a lot of people parents have big influence um my mum my and dad and everything being into kind of very different kinds of music but I also made my own I think I made my own path as well for a oh, bit yeah. because, like, as you know, yeah, you yeah. did yeah. obviously. Don't know, I, don't, I can't remember. Yeah, my your dad, mom or your dad rocking out Marilyn Manson. Manson. Right. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I went into. A, I, but this is an example of how my musical kind of brain works a little bit. Was that like? I remember before I moved to Spain, my two first albums that I had that I absolutely was obsessed with was Offspring Smash, which nice I choice. absolutely nice choice. adore. I'm a, I like, honestly, it's a great like, album. Until this day. But then I would completely album. cross over to like Lauren Hill's X Factor because I was massively into the soulful side. You know, I really loved that world. So even before I'd picked up a guitar, even before I'd started writing songs within those two genres and bringing them as one entity or whatever, they were two things that I was deciding on at 12 years old, yeah. regardless of who was saying it to me or who was who was doing what. Because I did my own thing. Like, no, yeah. none of my friends were doing it and I copied. It was literally like, oh, love her voice. Oh my God, I like there's something about that music. Yeah. That just, yeah. So those two entities just like, you know, yeah like you know got to me so and then when we went to Spain like we then I found and discovered like you were so into like that side of the of town with music that it really tapped into that for me and it really became a proper like full-on obsession that then I have to say like led me to playing guitar you know and you know as much it as totally did. I think it really like, did yeah, massive alternative oh my everything because yeah. everything we listened to was so guitar focused Ma- oh all of it was so, all of it was so yeah, yeah and obviously the Hendrix thing was something that I'd had from being younger uh, because of my dad. Didn't even appreciate him until a bit later, until I actually started playing guitar. Um, and and then even Prince, I, I only really got into when I was about 17, 18, when I got to college. Because I'd, I'd, I'd discovered that he was like one of those rare peeps that had basically done the the soulful and the and the rock so we brought it, yeah. those two together and absolutely smashed it you know and brought in there was loads of genres so let's backtrack one over. second so you basically you got so into it you picked up a guitar in spain yeah you were like this is my fucking life Everything. i love it i yeah. found my being yeah and you came back to england did was it two years of did music? two years, two of, years of, of college, college. yeah music performance yeah and then after college what happened so after college i literally went right i want to get i want a gig i just want to get i want to form a band okay took some people that i really like from college that i thought were great musicians um met my other half which i'm who i'm still with now who is a drummer jimmy who's an amazing drummer how's it going jimmy uh, you right <laughs> He's probably cringing at every single right thing now. I'm he's so red, <laughs> so red. Oh, bless him. Um, but yeah, so um, found him. Well, I was looking for a drummer, and actually, believe it or not, my mum weirdly had um, had heard had been friends with a friend of James's mum. Really, a bit. Doesn't she? Yeah, no. Tell me about it. She gets about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's as possible, eh, mum? Um, but yeah, so she um, introduced me to James, which is like 
to gym um which is just bizarre so bless her and uh, yeah and he's been drumming for me so um and then that took a real turn because after that it was pretty much record label like you know we walked into we were flown over to the so states how did, so how and, did this record label hear about you did they like was it at a show or um, it was through so a producer had discovered us and um had decided and just thought right i want to i really want to make this work and is this through the powers of the internet that he discovered it was you? it yeah. was and he, we were discovered on myspace and he also i don't yeah he contacted me on myspace but i remember thinking like at the time being really skeptical because i was like this guy's in the states like this is a bit it seems too good to be true you yeah. know which generally is the case in music fyi <laughs> um but at the same time yeah it did actually you know it was a really good thing and we ended up at that point it really was because at that age to be whisked off to the states um you know me and jimmy and another uh, mark who was our bass player at the time and it was under the jesse rose trip which was my original little yes. yeah inspired by the Jim, jimmy hendrix experience so i was like right that's my little play on that i still struggle so, to remember you're not called that i know i know i know <laughs> but yeah and so we went over to new york and literally very overwhelming like i the two days that we were there the first day was literally like performing in a brightly lit like canteen almost but in front of the world's biggest record labels all Uh. lined up and we were like like it was literally like no hardly any rehearsal time literally we just had to get up do our thing to play my four songs that i'd done um and then and then the next day i went into uh republic records which was um who um at that that point anyway we'd done the performance and the uh, and the guy came up to me the head of the label came up to me and he was like right i'm like i'm all over this right we want to sign you today and so what year um, would this have been around this was oh my god i absolutely can't i'd have to really think about it uh i don't know okay. actually no that's fine we'll scrap that oh uh, yeah i yeah i can't i can't even think but it was about five years ago six years mm, ago okay. five years ago so yeah so whatever like, so basically he'd come up and said like um you know you're going to be the second jesse that we signed this year and at that point i remember thinking what are the jesse <laughs> i was like what are the jesse <laughs> <laughs> where are you <laughs> and then later found out it was jesse J. but um but anyway so we'd ended up yeah so all that happened came back to the manchester i was like, oh my god like this is unreal um and then yeah ended up kind of not going with him, <laughs> yeah. which is the decision that I definitely yeah, that regret. Had to be made. Yeah, and I think it was you know without going into it, it really it was just a, it was just circumstance at that time that you know we just had to do we had to make a decision and it was a very limited time frame to get it all done and we went with that and you know what it might not have been grass is always greener so whatever but to this point like you, you'd make the decisions that you do in music there's no knowing ever like most of the time things come about from luck and. Yeah. You know, I've now learned I just need to, I think you have got time to sit and think about your decisions. At that point, I was like, oh my God, no, I've just got to sign now, quick. Whoever's going to do it quicker. Um, And I remember everyone around me being the same and everyone's like, no, you know, we haven't got time to faff about and wait for Republic. It was like, just go with this. And so we did and I did. And I now think, right, okay, that went a different way. That that was a different, so... When you did sign, it was a difficult process, basically. It, it was. Go, it was go down easy. that road, but it was a difficult process. It was, yeah. And you had to get out. Yeah. Um, and it ended up being a case of, you know... But to be absolutely honest, as much as, you know, I, I make it sound like it was all like, oh, my God, what an absolute shitstorm of a decision. You know, it kind of... There was so much that happened within that that has made me now who I am. So, mm. you know, going through, going through kind of... Um, 
kind of confrontation about creative decisions, like stuff like that. Like I've never been a difficult artist. I've never been difficult. I'm always up for compromise and making things work because that is what music's about. Like you have to collaborate. It's difficult sometimes to have to kind of, you know, when you're so set on an idea. And, and, and yeah, and I think you're so hard. passionate and you I'm know so what you like. And, yeah. yeah. That is quite hard, which I've definitely learned. Maybe it wasn't quite as easy or flexible when I was a bit younger. Um, but no, I. <laughs> but also, I don't know. Now. I also, I, again, <clears throat> speaking as someone who's not in the music industry, but I can't help but respect that because you were never like, do you know what? Fuck it. I'll just, I'll do what you say <laughs> and let's see yeah. how big I can be. You're yeah. always like, no, I can't do that. Like, this is who I am and you can't make me be this that person. And you can very, you're very susceptible in music to make, to go into these big worlds of, you know, the labels with the big man at the top, you know, very intimidating. You are kind of susceptible to, to be going, yeah, okay. Yeah, whatever yeah, you say. Okay. Sure. Whereas yeah. like, it depends who you, obviously everyone's different, but like, I've never really been that. So, and because I've always known what I want, I'm like, do you know what? At least at the end of the day, like I've got my integrity if you I can just sleep with night. it. So I'm like, yeah. like that's nothing. So, yeah. um, so yeah, like without going for 5,000 years about it all. <laughs> I mean, I'll put the cat uh, on. I know. Like, sit here for ages. Um, I'm pretty comfy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so ended up doing a lot of things. We were licensed to Warner Brothers. We were all ready to go and things were really great. And, you know, and it just didn't work out how we wanted it to for no other reason other than just sometimes happens like that. Music can go that way. You know, labels have their problems as well. Like, more to the point, like labels have their issues and that can affect artists. That's it. Do you think going forward, because we're entering, what well, is it's so so different now in the music industry, you know, yeah. things oh like my God, yeah. Spotify <laughs> and YouTube, where people are just putting themselves out there Very and kind of starting now. to, yeah, starting to make it on their own. Yeah. Do you think that the label situation and all the problems that you encountered and that kind of thing, do you think that's going to start going away? Like, it's going to start being easier for people? I don't know. It's really difficult to know because still, it's still there are always so there might have been that problem but now there's other problems like yeah definitely. so one thing will happen and be shut down and then something else will crop up because it's now like you say it's very very different and people now artists now can do really well off their own backs pretty much but it still always takes money like money at the end of the day is always still what it boils down to and the labels will always still rule the charts and the labels will still always pip you to the post at any i mean it's very rare it's really rare that an independent artist that maybe has funded it themselves gets to the top. Like, you, at some point, they will then have to be picked up by a major. Like, they might have done it so far, yeah. which is great, which is kind of how, you know, a lot of artists maybe should do it because then you've got so much of your own thing going on that the label invests into that already happening bubble, which is the best way because then you're going in, you know, you're not being bent over a barrel like because they're already investing into you as you want to be. So that's a great, you know, that's the ideal scenario. But, you know, no one gets their ideal scenario. Like it's such a difficult industry. Like there is no, there's no predicting how it can ever go. So you just, that's why I still just believe in sticking with, you know, your guns and believing in what and you I, believe yeah, in. Yeah, and, and I think that's that has worked well for you because yeah. you're a happy person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, I yeah, mean that's absolutely. the thing. I mean, look at, like, you know, without going down a really depressing road, I mean, the amount of people that end their lives or that it gets too much for them. And oh they're my gosh, so, yeah. from the surface to us, they're so successful. Like, I know. seeing Chris that's Cornell last year and so many of these people that we grew up with or I mean we we listened to like Nirvana and bands where the, the singer yeah. was already dead by the time we were getting in on getting in on it yeah um and at least this way it's like you're doing it your way and you feel good about that and... absolutely oh my god I mean every day that's why I start as you know as much as I have a little moan here and there I'm like do you know what 
at the end of the day, like I'm still now, I'm in a good position now. I'm out of the label as well. Like as of last year, I've got a whole new team of people that, because I've picked these people from experience. So, and because of that, the people now that I'm working with are absolutely nailing it. And it's been, it's been an amazing year. I'm working with such amazing people. Like I'm in the studio. One of my kind of top peeps at the moment is a guy called Troy Miller, who's like, just an insanely good producer but he drummed for Amy Winehouse for like 10 years like however many years it was I can't remember Troy sorry I think you did tell me but, uh, <laughs> I think but, I saw uh, him on your Instagram stories actually yeah oh yeah. god I mean and he's like a mad professor like you know again nice. Troy probably not appreciating that comment <laughs> <laughs> he is you go in studio and it's like books piled high and but how he's nice like when you meet someone that you've got oh that connection God, with so like, great it just changed yeah. everything it, it really is and that's basically from having the right team because they opened the right door and now i'm working with someone that really is bringing out the best in me and then we're having a great time doing it and i'm releasing stuff this year and we're getting booked for festivals again and it's like really now and i'm in control so everything i'm doing you know is my baby it's and way. it's not being tinted by any bad vibes yeah. at the yeah. moment and that's <laughs> hopefully staying so what's like a typical day for you well it it really varies because every week there's i hardly know the day most of the time because <laughs> nothing because there there. Is a, oh, well thanks sammy <laughs> but actually like it's because um weekends are the same like there isn't really that divide, anymore, no divide but you know yeah. what I mean like I'm working all the time really um but yeah I'm I, generally it's just it depends if I've got sessions if I'm in a session like I'm going tracking across London and doing those or I, I do a lot at home though because I have my own set I have my own yes. studio at home so which is a cool thing about following you on Instagram actually yeah I do loads of that so much of I'm doing it more it. now I'm actually yeah. starting to drop like a video a week of me doing like nice. um but I'm because of uh, generally now people having like non-existent attention spans <laughs> I've like I'm gonna do like one minute vids every week that of me just basically jamming recording stuff that I'm working on um like a bit of like a flower on the wall kind of thing because I generally do forget that the camera's there so the first one I did I don't know if you saw it where um there was the builders in the background oh yeah, yeah. and there was and there's basically like yeah you could it was it's that kind of vibe but I'm gonna do them a lot more and maybe make them a bit longer actually because I mean it is quite short I think but, it's uh, a really good shout like people yeah, will be really into it it's just because I think you're right I don't think people do realize actually how and now because like the world you know you have so much at your fingertips and you can do a lot yourself um you know i'm working with like these producers and big studios and stuff but also i'm doing at the same time on the same song can be doing stuff at home and adding at home and that it will be all you know two completely different yeah. things brought together which i think like sums up the music industry now you know you can do a hell of a lot yourself yeah. you really 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 can and quite often like it's, it's better to be able to because you know yeah if you're playing in the evening yeah does that affect your day a lot or do you still do the same thing in the day or do you have more of a chill in the day um it really do you know what most of the time we have to be at the venue like early like even if you're on i mean sometimes the later you're on annoyingly the earlier you have to be there because that's how it works the sound check order goes backwards so like Uh, yeah it's tops and tails so if you're on at 10 you're sound checking at one if you're on at eight you're second chance to get three or whatever so yeah i mean and now we're like playing a lot of show- we do a lot of shows abroad actually we do like quite a lot in switzerland yeah i've seen you really you're really big in switzerland yeah i know massive you in switzerland like, yeah. <laughs> you know what though switzerland oh my you God. should just move there Gig- gigging over there i could not afford it you're joking it's That's like true. 95 pounds for half a bottle of water <laughs> <laughs> half um, like, so on, half. like somebody's only drink half of it <laughs> <laughs> that'd be nice <laughs> yeah um but like yeah love playing that they are just the energy because we're really london is like we're all so spoiled for music yeah. so everyone's all just like hmm, hmm, 
Whereas you go abroad, everyone's like, oh my God, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. I could literally go on with a bin bag on my head. <laughs> you should Singing like that. a strangled cat. And I still think they probably like it. But no, no offense. But like, actually, I think you're not crediting yourself enough there, <laughs> quite frankly. Yeah. All right, with a guitar. <laughs> but, um, Maybe holes in the eyes of the window. <laughs> yeah, at least I can see. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, like it's the best vibe ever over there. Like France, Germany, Switzerland. Because it's just not that as like live music just isn't quite as saturated over there as it is here so they are just you know like everyone's right at the front like france is insane they're literally right at the front like right always packed doesn't matter if you're the starting act or whatever like they literally oh, really? there, That's right amazing. it's never empty never tumbleweeds like always an amazing <coughs> amazing atmosphere so yeah i love playing abroad it's just so great so yeah hopefully going to be getting back on the road and doing more of that um apart from the festivals that I've got, yeah, in June so when and you're, July. So. When you're fully away, how does it, what's it like being on tour? I mean, especially it's as a girl really tiring. On tour. It's, yeah. it's, it's tiring. It's tiring as, as, a, well, as a girl and as a singer mm. um, because, like, I, I don't know if you've noticed, really like to talk. <laughs> like, really? I feel like I don't... I, 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 you, you should just have your own podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> pretty no, much. Everyone would definitely get bored quite quickly um i'd be laughing at myself and just, like, <laughs> you would have a great time sad though. weirdo Do you know what if you give you a kettle and a microphone oh, and no, you're like sorted absolutely sorted, some yorkshire tea yeah. on the side yeah get me some yorkshire tea um but like yeah i feel like um what was i gonna say then um it's, it's tiring on tour yeah. because you're you know late nights up really early always to get to the next venue um flying's a nightmare for your voice and and generally oh, yeah. You know, yeah and it's obviously singing that How, so do, you, do you do specific stuff when you're on tour to look after your throat and your voice i try i drink a hell of a lot of water um and i try to not drink wine after the shows but I, it's hard I like i like you <laughs> very try. hard you try not to drink wine gin because i feel like it's definitely the lesser of two evils uh kind of it depends how much you have <laughs> depends how much you have how, how much, how much you have after after a liter of gin. <laughs> i thought this was the best option no but <laughs> <laughs> no but actually i'm i actually i'm quite strict believe it or not like because i do you know it's especially abroad you do like two hour shows two hour shows back to back wow, really? and, then, that yeah, long? and then networking after but that's why you just have to literally if you're on like a string of floor, like a few months of dates you need to be like right gig hotel room bed poof. um how no have you found it being rolling. on tour um like interacting with other musicians like, have you found it's been like a really nice community yeah really yeah. really great like really really nice actually um i've never had one there's never really been a point You've got where no dramatic I've... stories not really no i don't think so i mean apart from <clears throat> we feel oh well i say i don't even know i can't point fingers but last year we we did we played the um, u.s embassy in regent's park you know for um yeah it was in july last year and we ended up supporting casey and the sunshine band and we'd had these amazing graphics done like four nights like sleepless nights getting our graphics done like oh, literally man. like you know all moving with the music and it was like crazy uh, we did the sound check and everything and then um, <laughs> this is not pointing any fingers I don't want to be controversial but no, we think somebody unplugged our graphics from 
the team of the mm-hmm, Casey mm-hmm. and Sunshine. But we don't know. But yeah, we have reason to believe that happened. And all the all the graphics just cut off mid set, oh, no. and we've worked four nights back to back to get this specifically done for this show. Yeah. And um, and I was absolutely gutted. But I mean, you know, that's not really it's just a technical thing, which is the kind of thing that you do get really quite better scared to, of. Yeah, better um, to get that kind of stuff though than someone's just an asshole. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, personally, I'm there, personally. there's a lot. No, there's a lot of assholes. There's a oh, lot okay. of those, but they're mm. not like I just let it all whatever. Yeah. Fine. Generally, you you get a lot of sound guys that can be really miserable before the gig, and then when you do the gig, if they like you, then they'll be really nice. But then you're just like, well, <laughs> come on, you, you could have been, you been nice back before. before. Yeah. yeah. It's like no, give over. Do you still go to gigs to see bands? Um, not as much of... as I'd like. It's okay. ridiculous. Because of your own schedule? Because yeah. it's just... Yeah. yeah. And also because I think when you're doing music day in, day out as well, you end yeah, up going... Yeah, it's kind of what I wondered. Is it like really driving weird. you crazy to go then go to a show? Is it like... Um, oh God, I mean, I hate saying that because I really, to be honest, I actually did make a bit of a thing this year to be like, right, to Jimmy, I was like, right, we need to go to more live gigs because you need to for ideas, you know, as much as now you go to shows and you do, if you're in, if you're in music, you stand and watch a show and analyze it like you do hear it all differently it's just annoying yeah, you kind sure of, you do, yeah i wish i would could go back to that 14 year old like you know head go and see incubus and then <clears> i know <laughs> see incubus a few times <laughs> we'll take you back yeah i know that's true actually it generally always does to be fair i know i love that. anything I love like that, that always instantly yeah um but yeah i need to go to more live shows what about you have you got any live shows coming up yeah answer. i'm very excited about perfect circle oh my god yeah man <gasps> for 15 years since i lost all them and again that was another situation where oh, i went all the way amazing. to madrid and it was like an eight hour bus journey to go and see them apparently their stage show is immense they are like, like well i've only, I only saw them one, that one time but i'm obsessed with their music i'm not so into them personally like they're you know like often i'm so invested in the, the band person. yeah i'm so into yeah, and i like no, finding out about yeah. them them not so much although i did watch a really cool thing with maynard james keenan on um youtube i think it was with, with revolver magazine where he talks about his vineyard oh okay he's basically he basically <laughs> he bought a piece of land in like yeah. 2001 and was like i'm gonna start a vineyard and he's basically put so much money into this town and this town has become oh huge because God, he's got amazing. a vineyard a record shop uh barbers he's done so much yeah he's like i'll just i'll do a perfect circle I want a i'll vineyard. do tool i'll do <laughs> You'll get that. I would man. be. Are you you will get there. I, that would be lethal. I mean, me you with wouldn't the see you again. Oh, I'd be. I'd be dead. <laughs> but yeah, I'm seeing them <laughs> in a vineyard somewhere. Danzig in August. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like thirtieth anniversary show. So yeah, yeah I. I make a very conscious effort oh and uh, Nine yeah, Inch Nails though. I always go and see Nine Inch Nails will be amazing because uh, when I'm that'll there and like you're standing in front of about it just does nothing better than it it's ever. the best feeling that's the, basically my biggest for me if you can make the live show like twice as good as the record then you're nailing it you're nailing it and if you Nine make someone and it. if you make <laughs> <laughs> nice if you make someone feel like that you know there'll be someone yeah. in that in there'll be a girl in that audience or a guy in that audience looking at you 12 years on and just being like yeah you've changed my life and you're gonna do that for loads of other people honestly like I do believe like the live show has to be next level yeah if you can't perform live then it's just like well you're don't, out don't put you out you're out <laughs> give up now so where are you playing this summer um, so we've just found out that we've been booked for on Blackheath Festival, which is like, um, well, we're opening the main stage for Paloma Faith Ooh, and nice. Soul, and So that'll be really good. Really good fun. Um, it's, it looks like a good weekend, actually. It's in September. Um, we're playing on the 9th on the Sunday. So I'm really excited about that because it's been, um, yeah, well, we played Hyde Park last year, actually, um, which was kind of exciting to have every year we seem to be still playing like really great festivals yeah. and yeah this year again like we've, we're, we are being booked for stuff so we're waiting to find out do you out. prefer the festival experience or the uh 
Do you know what? The my God, festivals gigs. are mental. I do absolutely. When oh my God. Whenever I whenever I read interviews with bands who have just played festivals and stuff, they just seem to hate it. Really? <laughs> oh so no. often. I love festivals. Well, I think I think because of the lack of control. Like I think okay, a lot of the artists. Like, like I remember yeah. I saw um, Nine Inch Nails at Reading maybe five years ago, something like that. Yeah. And Trent like Reznor just went nuts because he was like because <laughs> because of the lack of control and yeah. they did this wrong. The sound was terrible. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it is a wor- he's no, probably it is a not the best example because I think no, he's no. a pretty serious little character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me, I go like, I'm the great time. Oh, no, you're literally that, that, that is nice that is nice I don't have a clue at least you have like a fucking good time <laughs> you're yeah, probably it. too much of a good time joking no, so I like, like, having, having like seen you play and obviously yeah. knowing your personality very well like, you're a lot a lot of fun to see and like the passion is so clearly there I also don't shut my face on stage I'm like I always turn around Jim Jim's like we've got to actually play the songs now shut my face you're like going to be Courtney yeah. Love number two but like the friendly version friendly without Ch- the drugs trip. yeah yeah exactly minus the drugs my god so cool you're playing Couldn't... Blackheath and what else you got coming up yeah so we've got well we're releasing off our a proper like we're actually releasing a single and an EP in September um, and we will be doing a short tour off the back of that so those dates will be released soon um, but we are still finding more festival dates we're waiting on more festival dates so they will be up on my website So amazing and yeah. you can follow you on Instagram yeah. under JJ yeah. Rosa right uh, yeah JJ Rosa official JJ Rosa um, official or the easiest way is just jjrosa.co.uk because there's everything just on that everything on there yeah amazing thank you so much for coming on thank you so much it's for having me it's been very good chatting music with you it's brought me back <laughs> to, my, to my youth I know so so good hopefully we've not uh bored everyone to death with our, with our talk of school. Maybe some people are asleep. <laughs> We're ending now. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. That about wraps it up. You can rate, comment and subscribe if you're into it. And make sure you follow JJ on Instagram under JJ Rosa Official. See you next time.